Maybe you can't see the light on the other side, but it's still there. When you're in a cave, there is no other way out. There's just the one way you came in. But we're in a tunnel, not a cave. There is another way out. Even if you can't see it, it still exists. And that is how I feel about hope now. Even if you can't see that there is a solution for you, it doesn't mean that a solution doesn't exist. Hope leaves room for this. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC, where I coach people on how to develop healthy boundaries. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 139, how you can go from hating hope to loving hope with one simple practice. The most important thing I want to give people is hope. After you have some hope from me, I then want to give you some actual tools and mindset shifts that can help you to change your behavior so you can actually realize that hope I've given you. The reason I want you to have hope is because I know from personal experience what it's like to be without hope. I was utterly hopeless at one point in my life. In fact, maybe more than one point. But I'm going to tell you about a specific situation. This was years before recovery. And the situation was this. I had met a man for the purpose of casual dating. I had no intention of being in a relationship with him. And he had no intention of being in a relationship with me. He was the kind of guy who literally had a little black book. Well, lo and behold, we unexpectedly fell in love. At least that's what I thought at the time. And perhaps we were in love, but I can see now that the main draw for me was that this was a codependent relationship where I was rescuing him from the emotional turmoil he was going through. We were together for several months and had started talking about spending the rest of our lives together. And then out of the blue, he dumped me and I was absolutely fucking devastated. I was 38 and up until that point in my life, I had never been so devastated by anything. I pined after him and I pined after him. And then several months later, he came back. He apologized profusely, said he had to do some soul searching, et cetera, et cetera. So I took him back and I specifically said, don't you ever fucking do that again, because I will not be taking you back if you do this again. Several months after that, he asked me to marry him and I said yes. And then several months later, he dumped me again and again. I was devastated. Now, it's hard to compare one heartbreak to another, but if I had to, 
I'd say the first time he dumped me was more painful than the second time. And here's why. Because the first time he dumped me, I had hope. I had hope that he would come back and we'd get back together again and the hole in my heart would be healed. The second time he dumped me, I had no hope whatsoever because I told him, don't you ever fucking ever do that again. So I knew he was not coming back. And there was something about having no hope that allowed my wound to heal more quickly. And what I took from that situation and carried with me for a number of years was the belief that hope sucks. Hope causes pain. I don't like hope. So how did I go from hope sucks to hope is my mission and I love hope? I was thinking about this the other day and I really believe it has everything to do with my daily gratitude practice. If you haven't already heard about my gratitude practice, I have a podcast on how to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. It's number eight. I'll drop it in the show notes. I also wrote an article to celebrate my 20th anniversary of gratitude journaling in July of 2020. And I made a six minute video about it, which I did for a speech for my Toastmasters club. So I'll put links to all those in the show notes. If you're interested in learning how to cultivate your own gratitude practice, gratitude has utterly transformed my life. When I had this experience with this man, it was less than two years into my gratitude practice. So it was a fledgling practice for me. And I truly believe that it was the practice of focusing every single day on things I was grateful for that really turned things around for me. I went from being someone who hated hope and I did hate hope because I had decided that hope caused me pain when it was actually the heartbreak that caused me pain to someone who loves hope. Here's what hope does for you. This is a metaphor I learned from a poem that I read when I was grieving my brother's death. And it says that grief feels like a cave, but it's not. It's actually a tunnel. Maybe you can't see the light on the other side, but it's still there. When you're in a cave, there is no other way out. There's just the one way you came in, but we're in a tunnel, not a cave. There is another way out. Even if you can't see it, it still exists. And that is how I feel about hope now. Even if you can't see that there is a solution for you, it doesn't mean that a solution doesn't exist. Hope leaves room for this. If you can identify with anything I've been through, whether in this particular breakup scenario or any of the other things that I've shared on the podcast, then I want you to know you're not in a cave. You're in a tunnel. Even if you can't see that there's another exit, believe that it's there. And the way to keep focused on the fact that it's a tunnel, not a cave, is to practice being grateful. This will allow you to keep going if you know there's an exit, but you just don't know where it is. It will help you to keep going. And this is where one of my favorite sayings lately comes in handy. It's this. 
Go as far as you can see. When you get there, you can see further. Martin Luther King had another way of saying that. He said, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the full staircase. Just take the first step. If you have no hope, you're not even going to take the first step. But if you have hope that staircase will lead you somewhere, you'll take that first step. So my friends, please allow my life and my recovery and the transformations I've made in my life provide hope to you. You too can change. There is another way to live. And even if you can't see the path, it does exist. I'm living proof. I've transformed my spiritual life, my physical body, my psychic and psychological life, my emotional life, and the nature of every one of my relationships, especially in the romantic department. So let me be your hope. Now, very briefly, here are some tips for cultivating a gratitude practice. My experience is that it needs to be something that's repeated to cause a change such as I've spoken of. So pick something you'll do on a regular basis. It could be listing a specific number of things you're grateful for each morning or each night or every time you brush your teeth. And the idea is to stretch yourself a bit. So probably listing more than three things makes sense. Now, if it just doesn't seem realistic right now for you to do something consistently, then make gratitude lists when you're upset as a way to get started in this practice. It will take your mind off your upset and put it on good things. It will cause you to search for good things. You might also try an alphabet gratitude list where you list all the letters of the alphabet in a column and then write a gratitude next to each letter. I have many more concrete suggestions as well as the reason why I make those specific suggestions in the podcast video and article linked in my notes. So be sure to check those out if you need more info. I guarantee you, if you make gratitude a regular practice in your life, you'll cultivate an attitude of gratitude and it will sprout hope in your life. It will sprout hope because you'll have volumes of evidence in the form of all the gratitudes you listed that show you no matter how bad things get, there's always something good to focus on. There's always hope. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, 
and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're gonna love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-release podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.